Hey, what's good, my friend? This is Rich. This episode of the More Than a Pastor show was originally recorded as a video for my YouTube channel. If you'd like to see the video, be sure to check the link in the show notes. And now, let's get on with the show. Are you a pastor who's been wondering how you can create more income to supplement or even replace your current ministry salary, but you're not really sure if starting your own business is right for you? Well, you're in luck, or maybe you were predestined, because today I'm going to share 12 signs that you've got what it takes to launch your own business right here in this episode of the More Than a Pastor show. Let's get started. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the More Than a Pastor show. My name is Rich Avery, your host. This is the show where we show pastors how to leverage your ministry know-how into sustainable income outside the church through a business or a side hustle that's right for you so you can serve God and provide for your family no matter what. Today, with so many churches struggling financially to survive, doesn't it make sense for pastors to develop other sources of income outside the church and not depend solely on the church for your salary? To have something on the side that you can scale into a full-time income if you need to. Launching your own online message-based platform, a service-based business, or even a brick-and-mortar store can be a fulfilling adventure that creates financial security for your family. And while it's never been easier to launch your own business, being your own boss definitely isn't right for everyone. So what if you're not sure if starting your own business is right for you? If that's you, you're going to love this episode of the More Than a Pastor show because I'm going to be sharing 12 signs that you've got what it takes to launch your own business. These are 12 traits of successful entrepreneurs that you can use to assess yourself to see how ready you are to launch into your own business. Now, don't worry about writing them down. I've put them all together into a handy PDF that you can download for free over at my website at morethanapastor.com slash 23 for episode 23. So here are the 12 signs that you've got what it takes to launch your own business. Okay, sign number one, you have a growth mindset. The fact that you're here tells me that you have or you want to develop a growth or abundance mindset. Our mindset informs the way in which we see ourselves, see the world, and make decisions. And those who adopt a growth mindset believe that God invites us to dream, to take risks, to learn new things, to grow our impact, and to live to our full potential. But people with a fixed or a scarcity mindset, they believe that the way things are is probably the way things are always going to be. And there's little that we can do to change things if we're unsatisfied. So they remain stuck, broke, and unfulfilled. But a growth mindset is vital. If you want to take risks, try new things, and do what hasn't been done before. So I'd like to ask you, before we go any farther, are you exhibiting a growth mindset? Again, if you're here, I think you are. But to what extent is that true? And is there more that you can do to develop? Do you want to grow in your growth mindset or do you have a fixed mindset? Are you worried about the future and you don't think there's anything that can really change? I just want to challenge you and encourage you that you can have that growth mindset. Number two, 
you've always dreamed of entrepreneurship. If you've always wondered if starting a business was right for you or you've dreamed of being your own boss someday, maybe now is the time to take action on that and turn someday into today. You don't need to go all in and invest a ton of money to launch into a business. There are lots of free or no-cost or low-cost business opportunities. So do what I call a low-cost probe. Just begin with something small, something that doesn't cost a lot of money, and just begin to get your feet wet and see if this is right for you. Begin to explore those possible next steps. Otherwise, you're always going to be living your life wondering, what if? What if I would have launched that? What if I would have stuck with it? What if I could have made that happen? If you're not sure what your next best step is, consider signing up for one of my free More With Rich coaching sessions where we help you find the clarity and confidence you need to move forward. You can sign up for that. Look for the link in the show notes at morethanapastor.com slash 23 for episode 23. Number three, thinking up solutions to problems you're passionate about or for new products or ideas comes easy for you. At the most basic level, successful businesses and business owners solve real problems that real people have. So the problem skills, the problem-solving skills you developed in ministry, they're going to be extremely valuable in any business endeavor. And if you love dreaming up new ideas or finding new ways to improve on existing products, making them better, smarter, faster, well, you're well on your way to success in business and in money. The key, though, is to focus that energy. Don't think up 10 ideas that push you in 10 different directions. Think of 10 ideas that keep moving you forward in the same direction where you want to go. Number four, you know you have more to give. Look, no one job, even being a pastor, as great as that is, fully taps into all the skills we have the talents, the experiences, or even the dreams or the passions that we want to pursue. No one job taps into all of those things. So if you felt like you've got more to give, you're just not fully tapping into all that God has put inside of you, maybe you feel like there's more people you want to serve or there's a problem you want to solve or a passion you want to pursue outside of your current ministry context, Starting a business could be a great way for you to tap into those skills and create more freedom and fulfillment in your life and work. And you know what's interesting to me about pastors who launch into a business on the side? It comes back to bless you in ministry as well. Having a business can help you become more creative in your ministry, more focused and more effective in your current church or ministry context. Number five, you have a message that you feel called to share. Each of us has unique stories to tell, lessons to teach, and a message to share from past struggles, pains, and failures that we've experienced. As pastors, we know that God loves to take our mess and turn it into our message. He loves to take our trials and turn them into a testimony. He takes our problems and turns them into praise. He takes our struggles and turns them into success and our disappointments and turns them into our destiny. The problem is we left self-doubt, 
keep us from believing that we have something that others need. And it keeps us from taking action in sharing the message God has given us. I'm here to tell you that your message matters and to encourage you that it's possible for you to launch into to launch your message into a platform that not only serves others, but is a financial blessing for you as well. Number six, you desire greater time and financial freedom. Being able to set your own hours and enjoy unlimited earning potential. These are some of the top reasons why people want to start their own businesses. And these goals are definitely possible to achieve long-term. But getting started in business may require some upfront financial investment and a lot of hard work. The good news is that many businesses can be started for little to no money, and some allow you to make money while you sleep. And if you're currently pastoring a church, you may need to help your church change its paradigm for how it engages pastors in the ministry and how it empowers volunteers to use their gifts and talents to do the work of the ministry. Thankfully, man, in this season right now in the church, because of COVID and the financial, political, and social disruptions that many churches have faced over the last few years, Churches are open to new opportunities for doing things in new ways. You know, the ways the church has operated in the last 10 years are not the ways that are going to be operating in the next 10 years. The ways pastors have worked in the past are not going to be necessarily the ways pastors work in the future. Things are different. We have learned to adapt, to change, to grow. It's a different world. The church, the world that you and I trained for and prepared for is not the world we do ministry in today. It's different. And so now is a great time to help your church make those shifts, make those changes to free you up to be able to pursue income outside the church. I think the church of the 21st century is going to look a lot more like the church of the first century than the 20th century. I think we're going to see more co-vocational pastors working in the church and in the marketplace. I think that's the future. I think now is the time to jump on that. So let's just recap. Uh, we've, we're talking about 12 signs that starting your own business is right for you. We've covered six so far. Number one, you have a growth mindset. Number two, you've always dreamed of entrepreneurship. Number three, thinking up solutions to problems you're passionate about or for new products or ideas. That just comes easy for you. Number four, you know you have more to give. Number five, you know you have a message to share. Number six, you desire greater time and financial freedom. Next one, number seven, you understand the risk of failure and success. Starting your own business, it just involves risk at some level. But interestingly, many people prefer the security of their current job versus the risk of starting a business. But I really think they have that backward. Because how can you feel secure if you only have one customer? You know, if you're a pastor, you are in business and you have one client and that is your church. And if that one client decides to part ways or to cut back on how much business they're doing with you, you're stuck because they are your one customer, your one client. But if you are in business for yourself, You've got lots of customers and lots of clients. And so if one cuts back or one moves on, there's plenty of others to pick up the slack. And so don't worry about the risk that you might fail. That's one of the biggest things that holds people back from launching into something new, from starting their own business because of the fear 
of the risk of failure. The fear of failure holds people back from trying something new, from stretching themselves, from taking a risk. So what if your business doesn't succeed the way you had planned? What if your idea is a failure? I don't really think it is. If you learn from it, if it helps put you in a new direction, if it helps clarify the way you should go and the things you should do, that's not a failure. That's education. That's learning. And there is a price for that. There is a cost for that. But you have learned now what doesn't work and have helped to clarify which direction you want to go. So I say failure is not final unless you let it be so. But a failure is not really a failure. It is just a learning opportunity. And so don't be afraid of failure. Be willing to take a risk. Don't let it paralyze you. Whatever happens, just chalk it up to education for learning what works, what doesn't work, and how to do things better the next time. There's something else that holds us back unconsciously often, and that's the risk of success. It's easy to understand that there's a risk of failure. It's easy to understand why that holds people back. But how can there be a risk of success? Author Gay Hendricks talks about it in his book, The Big Leap. It's a book that has really impacted me. I read it on my sabbatical back in 2019. It really blessed and impacted my life. Uh, Gay Hendricks talks about an upper limit problem that each person has. We have an upper limit to the amount of success, wealth, or happiness that we feel that we are worthy of achieving. And so when we get close to hitting that limit, or if we happen to go over it at some point, we subconsciously pull ourselves back and keep us from, from achieving all that we're capable of, because subconsciously, we don't think we're worthy of it. Isn't that terrible? But I think it's true because I've seen it in my own life. The fear of success has held me back so many times. We end up knocking ourselves down. We end up sabotaging, self-sabotaging the work we're trying to do to pursue our business, to grow our income, to do a new uh, ministry or launch into something new because we secretly, subconsciously believe we're not worthy of that kind of success. It sounds crazy. I've seen it in my own life maybe you have too. So be aware of the, the fear of failure. You have to understand to be successful in business, understand the risk of failure and the risk of success. That's number seven. Number eight, you love to serve others. The desire to serve others is at the heart of any successful business. And your heart for serving God and others in your church is the same kind of heart that's needed to succeed in business. I've always appreciated this quote from Zig Ziglar. You can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. I think this is one of the biggest reasons why pastors can succeed in business because we have the heart of a servant. We want to put ourselves out there and serve and give and bless others. But one of the biggest hurdles I think pastors need to overcome is how we charge for our services. Because we've been used to giving away things for free, for serving for free, because the church pays us so we can do all the counseling, the teaching, the preaching, the mentoring, leadership development, all that for free, as we should, because it's part of our work in the church. But if you want to have a profitable business, 
you have to be able to charge for those things. We need to have profits to be profitable. And that comes from charging a fair price for our services. Number nine, you've been creative and entrepreneurial in ministry. Do you have a track record for being creative, innovative, and entrepreneurial in your church ministry? If so, perfect, because those skills and experiences should naturally carry over and serve you well as you launch and grow your new business. And not just in the area of uh, product or service uh, delivery or creation, but also in sales and marketing and customer service. Let's face it, many churches have, have to operate within constraints of limited people and financial resources. And most pastors have had to learn how to manage budgets, reduce costs, and get creative in doing more with less. Man, those same kinds of skills of creativity, adaptability, and innovation are assets in business, and they'll serve you well in any business endeavor. Number 10, you're good at managing people. To succeed in business like ministry, you've got to be good at managing people. Now, you might want to be a solopreneur and not have any employees, and and that's cool, but don't think you're not going to have to work with people at times because you're going to have customers. You may have suppliers. You may have um, uh, freelancers or contractors working with you from time to time as well. And if you do want to build a business and and grow a business, you're going to need to have some kind of a team. It may not be traditional employees, but maybe virtual assistants and freelancers working with you and for you. So plan on bringing your people management skills with you into your business. Focus on the things that are most important for you to focus on and delegate the rest to others who can help. Number 11, you're a self-starter and willing to work hard. I'm not sure if you know this, but when you are your own boss, you are your own boss. So you need to be able to manage yourself well, work hard, and focus your energy on the right actions that will bring success that you desire. Many pastors have learned this skill, especially those uh, serving in solo roles. So chances are good that this will probably be a strength for you as well. But it's not just about working hard but working hard at the right things that will move you forward toward the success you want to achieve. And it helps to set clear goals for your ministry, your family life, and your business, and commit from the start to winning in all three of those areas at the same time. The last one, number 12, you have the right support network. Entrepreneurship can be lonely, just like being in ministry can be lonely at times but it doesn't have to be that way for you. Many businesses fail when owners feel like no one understands their unique struggles or when uh, no one understands the challenges that they face and they don't have anyone that they can talk to, anyone that they trust who will guide them and help them through the next steps that they need to take. Having the right mentor, surrounding yourself with the right community or network, that can make all the difference. And that's personally why I launched More Than a Pastor. And I've made it my mission to help a thousand pastors over the next five years to create sustainable income outside the church through their own passion-based profitable business. And guess what? I'd love for you to be one of them as well. If you haven't joined my private More Than a Pastor community yet on Facebook, 
Why not do that today? It's absolutely free. Each week I provide some content that's only available to the members in the group. It's a safe place to ask questions, get feedback on your business, ideas you might have, and find the encouragement and support you need on your journey to creating income outside the church. You can join today over at morethanapastor.com slash Facebook. Okay, let me just recap those again real quick. I ran through the 12 12 signs that you've got what it takes to start your own business. Number one, you have a growth mindset. Number two, you've always dreamed of entrepreneurship. Number three, thinking up solutions to problems you're passionate about or for new products or ideas. That comes easy to you. Number four, you know you have more to give. Number five, you got a message to share. Number six, you desire greater time and financial freedom. Number seven, you understand the risk of failure and success. Number eight, you love to serve others. Number nine, you've been creative and entrepreneurial in your ministry. Number 10, you're good at managing people. Number 11, you're a self-starter and willing to work hard. And number 12, you have the right support network. So hopefully this has been a help for you today and you're able to um, look at these 12 signs and to assess yourself against them and to decide, hey, is starting my own business right for me? If you've got questions about that or want to uh, get help, and get some coaching or get some feedback on next steps, again, uh, go to morethanapastor.com slash 23 and you'll find the link to my coaching. Or again, join us in the Facebook group. Love to engage with you there as well. Okay, that's it for this episode of the More Than a Pastor show. Thanks for being here. Please take a moment to like, to share, subscribe, or even review the show. And always remember that you are more than a pastor. Saying yes to God's call doesn't mean you have to say yes to feeling stuck, broke, or unfulfilled in your life in ministry. Let's work together and help you create the life, impact, and income you were made for.